From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. We uh, we did it again, man. We went the whole first hour of the show. It didn't talk Longhorn football. It's a big matchup. Number 20, Texas at number 11, Oklahoma State on Saturday. Uh, we will in get, Stillwater, man. get into that in just a second. Uh, but first, buckle up, boys and girls. I'm not really sure what's about to happen here. Uh, Grandpa Creepy is calling the program. Hello, Grandpa. You're on ESPN Radio. What's up? What's going on, brothers? Uh, what, hey! What's up, man? Uh, Grandpa Creepy, anything uh, Anything you got about the Longhorns on Saturday? Uh, they're going to play that feats ball thing. I uh, don't follow for Longhorns, uh, oh, so okay. I really wouldn't could, could could tell you much about that except you know. But no horns, I guess you don't you don't follow football. Then why are you listening to a sports program? That's what we do is we cover real sports. Well, one is because of you, brother. Because you know you're the best, and um, thank you. Second is uh, I like F one, and that's uh, what I wanted to talk about. Oh right. F one oh, comes yeah, to we, Austin, Texas this weekend. We forgot about that little thing. That's why the helicopters are flying o- over head with Saudi oil barons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're going to be hanging out at the F one track, and we know. Not, I know Josh Hamilton's good, right? Uh, it's not Josh. No, 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 Josh Hamilton's a baseball it's, player. It's, oh, but he was good. It's a Lewis. Who, who is it? He said uh, right though. It is a Hamilton. It's a Lewis Hamilton. Lewis, yeah, Lewis Hamilton. He's the guy that, that, that put the money in the Broncos, man. Okay, okay. Same, so, same, same cat. Yeah, he's a uh, he's uh, he's driving for Mercedes. So F one, uh, F one happens all week. It's there's qualifying and then laps and then Sunday's on, the big race. On. Before your grandpa creepy, I'm gonna let you break it down for us. Uh, but I just want to say that I am. I called dibs. I got Verstappen and Red Bull. Boom. Oh, knowledge. What do you oh, think yeah. about that, Grandpa gotcha. Creepy? Well, yeah, that's that's the great thing about it. Is that Verstappen's already won the world championship, and uh, if uh, Red Bull outscores Ferrari this at this race, they can take the constructors' cup uh, for, you know, for them for the constructors because there's two different championships going on in that in the F1. So it's much like boxing, uh, where there's just let's give every guy the middleweight title. Yeah, pretty much. But okay, okay. You, know, you got your constructors and you got your drivers, and and uh, Verstappen's already won the, the drivers' championship last week. And like I said, uh, if the Red Bull can outscore Ferrari, and of course, you know they they score the top ten drivers, and that's how the the constructors get the same points based on the two cars that they have in the field. Oh yeah, yeah. And Verstappen with that uh, clinch last week in Sao Paulo, uh, really setting himself apart. Oh yeah, yeah. He's already you know yeah, last year was up. controversial about how he won championship with the, in Abu Dhabi, but. You know, this year he pretty much uh, shown in his his true uh, driving champion you know, mm-hmm. skills to be able to to pull out the the championship or, or you know last last week. So, so it's it's um it's pretty it's a pretty interesting deal. They're going to be doing a, a couple of there's going to be three uh, free practices on uh, Thursday and Friday, and then oh I'm sorry Friday and uh, Saturday, and then Saturday they're also going to do. The qualifying for the race for Sunday. So qualifying so, is 
Is it how it sounds? Like if you don't qualify, you don't race on Sunday, and then is that also how they set the order of starting? Well, yeah, they have three different rounds of qualifying, and, the, and you drive as fast as you can on the track, and they, as, they do as one is to do different rounds. Yeah, they 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 do the three different rounds, and then you know the fastest guy gets put in the front of the pack. So as uh, if if someone in Austin is attending the the race for the first time this weekend, like what what things what do you do? Like what 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 is F one to someone who's never been to a race or been to a track? And and I know you're a big fan and you're there every year. Like what what do I do besides see Green Day with Jason? <laughs> well, you know they they've got some support races as well. They've got the uh, F. The, the FW, which is the women's race, which happened mm. like, like last year, they had they're there again this year, uh, which pretty much they've got the women in a F2 car, which is a slightly, uh, I, w- I hate to say this, but slightly slower car than the F1 car, but it's similar in specs. And you know, there's, there's, does it have restrictor yeah, plates on it? Women before. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's a Hold on, hold on. Hang on a second, Uncle Creep. Uh, let me. Uh, the, the 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 women race separately than the men. It's not. It's not like basketball. Yeah. All right, the, the men and the women's can drive the same car in the same race. Right? What? That is sexist. Well, well, sadly in F one, you know, there is still kind of you know separated by by the sexes. It's not oh. like NASCAR, which you know, because of all that Saudi you know, oil money, right? And turn left. Yeah. Ah. So yeah, it, it's it's still pretty much a, a man's game. I'm not saying that there's not women out there racing because there's a lot of women out there currently racing in in, in other uh, promotions. Uh, but it's just know, the the women F1, prefer to sit in the passenger seat and yell at you that you missed your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Tell Grandma Creepy I said sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess last yeah. take for last take for for the big race on Sunday. Uh, who who you got? Who's winning it? Well, I'm going to have to go with Jason on uh, Verstappen winning the uh, winning really? the race and and the pole, and I'm going to go ahead with Leclerc and signs both the Ferrari for two and three. That's my prediction. Uh, it's it's really interesting this year how everything's gone through mm-hmm. because of the fact of all the new uh, specs that they had to go through. But I think that's the way it's going to wind up. That's Grandpa Creepy, our official F1 correspondent. Thank you. Yeah, uh, appreciate Grandpa that, Grandpa Creepy. Creepy. Yeah, I don't know who. I, I, I should try with the F1. There's a Netflix show that everybody got nuts about. Lots of people who I like and like similar things to what I like, college football, football like the F1 as well. I was at... Don't my, I have to get up at like 4 a.m. on the weekends to pay attention to some kinda, of this garbage, though? I was at my uh, uh, brother-in-law's wedding last year, and I forget who Texas was playing, but I show up in the guy's room, you know, that's kind of like the the best man, the groomsman, all that, and that's where I'm supposed to hang out while everyone's getting ready. Mm-hmm. And they're getting the TV all, like, connected, like, oh, do this, and one guy's like, oh, I brought this. I'm like, oh, hell yeah, that's... And I started talking about the Texas game, just spouting off stuff. Right. And I think this might have been the week after the OU loss. So uh, it was... We're over football. We're into F1 time now. Well, they they get it all hooked up and they start going and it's it's an F1 race, but it's a replay from, yeah, like four in the morning. Yeah. And none of these guys had watched it yet. So they were waiting and I was like, oh, 
So then the entire time, because my fiance's brother, they're all into racing and stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is the first ever groomsman bachelor thing where we're watching cars go in a circle and they're talking about crap I don't know about when... When the Longhorns just had their first loss of the season, and now they're... It, it was... I, I don't get it, uh, but I appreciate Grandpa Creepy yeah. calling because I know it is a big R- thing. And r- real talk. Let me know here. Is the, Because I don't think you know CJ. Oh, is the shine off of F1 for Austin? Because I remember when we first got this thing five, six, seven years ago, and yeah, there were like... Euro billionaires coming in on on private jets, and there were yacht parties. And I looked the other day. There was a downtown element to it the entire weekend. I looked the other day because I was like, oh, Green Day's playing. I probably have to go see Green Day. There's like $11 tickets for this thing. That's not Russian billionaire money. And they've built roller coasters out there at uh, the roller coaster ride? At the uh, Germania Insurance Amphitheater and all that. They, they, They have a lot of fun stuff to do, but. I think there's issues with it. The taxpayer dollars going into mm. it, getting in and out of the track mm. is uh. is an entire mess. I think it's a cool thing to have. I've gone to like the MotoGP and the supercars. It's fun to have a racetrack. It's fun to watch the races. It's loud, um, but it's it, loud. It, 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 it is. It, 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 racing is fun. The hearing the engines yeah. get you excited. Yeah, yeah. I know with your Tesla now, uh, you, yes. you, it, it's changed. I just hear the sound of fossil fuels being spit out into the uh, environment, CJ. I'm against that. I will I say, uh, there, every time I see angry people yelling about, like, gas prices are too high, but they've got, like, I love Daryl Waltrip and Jeff <laughs> Gordon. It's like, well, yeah, those dudes are... Like some race cars run on alcohol and and ethanol, and stuff, but but you're still just burning straight up gas. It's like, oh, I don't, I, I'm mad because I have to fill my big ass truck. Yeah. But I'm fine with on the weekend towing race cars to the track in Bastrop. What I don't know, it's a weird thing. Okay, F one. That has been your motorsports minutes on the Almost Sports Show with Jason and CJ. We get Once back year. to our bread and butter. Ill-informed Longhorn opinions and hot take rodeo on the other side of this break. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. It's Jason Dick, CJ Morgan, and if you want to get in here, 512-834-1027 is the phone number. Wednesday's hot take rodeo. This is a commentary on the, uh, I'm going to call them the uh, the low lowest common denominator, the hot take jackasses of our business, CJ. So any Fox News yeah, 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 correspondent, yeah. Tucker Carlson types. Uh, they also could be described as people who are Bill vastly Maher. more successful than you or I. Uh, but uh, in the sports world, the, the, the Stephen A. Smiths, dare I say, our uh, noble lead-in, Mike Greenberg. I've heard some, you know, some greeny things recently that I'm like, come on, man. What are we, what are we doing here? Where the, the whole idea is, let me just say the most strangest attention-getting thing that I can uh, in an effort to, to move the needle. Uh, you know, uh, fans of this show, that we prefer our takes with a little more nuance, but that won't that won't fly uh, for for some of these guys. So it's a segment called Hot Take Rodeo. CJ fires at me some uh, random sports topics, and I will give you the most outlandish, hottest take that I can off the top of my head. Oftentimes, I don't believe these boys and girls. Don't email my boss. Who is my boss? Find find my boss's email. And yeah, try, good try luck. To figure out who, who it is, and it comes with a fun musical accompaniment. What do we got? Hot Take Rodeo Go, CJ. Here we go. Tua Tungavailoa. Tua Tungavailoa is effectively 
suspended from the NFL right now, CJ. I know that the doctors have cleared him to play, but he will not play. He won't play because do you know how much value he cost the NFL when he went run over squirrel hands on national television two weeks ago? There are several people swearing off the NFL forever. They can never watch again because of your soft brain to it. So you have been suspended. You'll play again when we say we're ready for you to play again next Thursday night football. Good game this week. Thursday night football is an abomination. It is. They are preying upon our addiction to football, preying upon we Americans addiction to the game because it is absolute garbage, man. You know, Jeff Bezos paid Amazon paid $11 billion to air these games. Yes. You could, could, he can't, I'll tell you what, he can't buy a touchdown. I think there's one touchdown total in the last two weeks of Thursday night football. Uh, who, I don't even know who it is. Who is playing this week? Is it Cardinal Saints, I believe. Cardinal Saints. <laughs> don't get me started on Thursday night football. It's a, it is terrible. Next. Mullet Bowl. Who wears it better? Gundy, Quinn, or Beto? <laughs> uh, my guy Vito, four to six on ESPN Radio. Tremendous mullet game. Mike Gundy is the best mullet wearer in Saturday's game because you can't fake the funk. Quinn Ewers is a young man. He drives an Aston Martin. Okay, what kind of Aston Martin driver has that haircut? I tell you, I think that he's doing a thing. All right, he's trying. I don't know if he's he's specifically trying to look bad with the mullet and the the Amish beard. Mike Gundy. Has a has a mullet growing from his spirit. I believe his he, him as a mullet wearer. So yeah, sorry Longhorn fans. I'm gonna have to go uh, advantage Gundy. You can't I, you can't fake white trash. Yeah. Next, on to the NBA. James Harden, big air ball. <laughs> James Harden, if you're gonna be so egotistical to break some ankles, all right. If you didn't see it last night, tremendous video of uh, James Harden uh, crossing over a guy who goes flying to the ground. And before James Harden puts up a three, gives a little shimmy, gives a little uh, little dance maneuver, and then total it's not even a brick. He he misses the iron completely. If you are going to gloat, you have to be able to at least draw iron. Give me a break, James Harden. Also, cut that beard. Nobody, nobody it's, it's a tough look. Next. Lakers blown out. <laughs> the, the Lakers hot take, CJ. The Lakers are the most overrated team in all of basketball right now. I, LeBron James, I don't know how you've done this. LeBron, the GM, has failed LeBron James, the basketball player, because they are going to be bad. They're going to be real bad. Uh, they they brought in a guy last night. I watched a little bit of the game where they were like, this guy uh, was working odd jobs to, to make money in the offseason, but made it out of the D-League because of his ability to shoot threes. LeBron then said after the game, we're not a very good shooting basketball team. That's perhaps something you should look into, LeBron James. The Lakers, Wessel Rusbuck, don't get me started. That's, that's a problem. That's all I have. That's all I have. <sighs> Deep breath. Hot take. I'm a little over hot take rodeo. Uh, aren't you good. proud of me, though? What's that? I only added this. Well, it's it's noteworthy because of concussion, but Tua Tungavailoa. Oh, very good. Very I'm, good. I'm learning. I still can't do Ja Morant, but... <laughs> uh, you know, that's the, that was the thing specifically that Greeny was talking about today. That I'm like, really? Because I guess Tua is going to play this week. Yeah. Uh, to just, what are we, two weeks removed from the horrific concussion that he suffered? Uh, let's see here. Uh, head coach Mike McDaniel says Tua is, quote, laser-focused. 
end quote, uh, and ready to play that's be, again. That's because of the injury. They just have a laser, and he's like a cat, and wherever <laughs> they just, shine it, he's just he following the laser it. around. Yeah, Greeny's whole thing was that you shouldn't let him play this week uh, because of how ugly the injury was two weeks ago, and and how he specifically said for optics reasons, this is Sunday night football. I think uh, is is it's Dolphins and who is it? Dolphins Steelers. Yes, and. They got a real Thursday night Steel football. Curtain. A real Thursday night football taste to this Sunday night football, but it's going to be the most viewed game of the week. Sunday night football always is, and you don't want to risk uh, Tua going out there and and you know having a a, a a concussion relapse. Is that a thing? This is again. This is what Greenberg was saying. To which I here ready yourself for this, CJ. Here's a room temperature take. Okay, Let's get it. Uh, Tua should come back to play football. When the doctors say that he's healthy enough to play football, all right. But concussions compound, Look, and you I don't think, think they should sit him for a year because the doctors. I think it's totally possible. Aren't your, aren't your normal doctors? They're NFL <laughs> doctors who know. Well, that- that's the problem. Okay, get get real doctors, NFL. All right. Who do you have? Do you have the doctors who operated on CJ's infected arm? That's not. Oh wait, do we? I don't want those ones were good. It those was the were good doctors, doctors that put in the IV oh, at a different hospital. The previous a week doctors. Those ones. Those I don't, are the I, problematic doctors. I don't want those ones telling me I can get back in the game. Look, but, if you tell me that Tua should never play football again, and that was a like a, a you know researched and uh, legitimate medical decision, I would say. Yeah, adds up to me. Uh, looked to me like the guy was uh, in another world, and uh, he probably shouldn't risk it again. But if the medical authorities, who if we if we still are employing medical authorities who are somehow on the take, somehow not making the decisions in the best uh, interest of the players, then what what uh, what are we doing? But as soon as the doctor clears uh, Tua, then put him in the game. Now, if he's does if he's not cleared for a year, I would be like, okay, cool. But like the whole, he shouldn't play because of how ugly the injury. He shouldn't play until they're playing at noon with nine other games opposite. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any, doesn't make any sense. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Steelers Dolphins Sunday Night Football. How did that happen? That seems. I mean, they're thinking this is the 1970s, perhaps. Yeah, you knew you knew that it was the Steelers with Trubisky and or Kenny Pickett, right? Like we knew that the Steelers were not going to be great. That said, they just beat the Buccaneers. So surprised Tom Brady with a backup Trubisky. It's a good one. Uh, Okay, more on the. I didn't think about that. The Mullet Bowl. Quinn Ewers v. Mike Gundy. uh, His mullet. It's Almost Sports. We'll get to that in just a second. Hold on. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. 512-834-1027 if you want to get in. Talk Longhorns or whatever you like. 512-832-1027. What did I say, CJ? 834-1027. Did I just have a stroke? Did I just Tua Tonga Vailoa myself right in front of everybody? I think you did. Yeah, I should be put in concussion protocol. Uh, Longhorns now a six and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State on the road Saturday, two thirty kick in Stillwater. I'm not man. Two thirty is enough time for them kids to get drunk and rowdy. <laughs> yeah, this should be an eleven a.m. game that benefits the Horns. At least it's not a evening game. Though. Yeah, why are you ruining our home games with eleven a.m. kicks? Iowa State not ruin ruin the road games with an eleven a.m. kick. That's what I want. 
Uh, now, uh, our guy Ed Clements has been on the record several times saying that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he's glad it's not a night game because yeah, that's a, a tough it's environment just, it's, it's for the Horns. It's just like uh, playing in Lubbock. Um, They're the Lubbock of Oklahoma. I, I guess it doesn't it, do, it doesn't add up to me. Oklahoma State, who lost a one possession game to TCU last week, or else they'd be a top ten team. Uh, they uh, the the advanced analytics love the Longhorns, but why is Texas nearly a touchdown favorite in Stillwater? Is it because uh, Spencer Sanders is is banged up? I watched a little bit of the uh, Mike Gundy press conference this week. He's always good for a press conference. You know, he famously, "I'm a man. I'm forty. Come after me." Not these uh, boys, yeah. He likes to fight with the reporters, and he he made a big deal about how he was not going to tell you if Spencer Sanders, the quarterback, was practicing there. Uh, that uh, last week he might have made a mistake and, and said uh, moments before the game that Spencer Sanders did not practice all week with injury, so he made a, a specific point of saying, I'm not going to tell you whether or not he's practicing. Okay. Sure, but he played last week. I'm going to presume that he's going to play versus versus Texas on on Saturday. Uh, he also said Quinn Ewers is a good player, but the fact that he's not a dual threat quarterback makes him a little easier to prepare for. Ooh. Take that, Quinn. Yeah, I watched Quinn on some scrambles, and he's well. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't need him to be a, a dual threat guy. If you're going to keep zinging him in there, that's going to be fine. I don't know. Six and a half points is a lot. To lay on the road versus a good team. If you ask me today, a, a very good team. If you ask me today, I would have to take Oklahoma State in the points. Okay, but I won't ask you until okay. Friday. Good. So think good. about it. I might not even might not even go with that game. Uh, what do you think? Five one two eight three four one zero two seven. CJ's top ten list today is uh, top ten NBA players of all time. Is that right? Yes, uh, uh, according to an NBA blogger who you know those guys know a lot. Not let, me. Let's do that uh, in the final segment. I'll give you just a little taste of NBA stuff here. Did you? I, I watched a little bit of each of the games last night. Same. Uh, the uh, Celtics beat the Seventy Sixers. <laughs> James Harden showboated and then missed the entire rim on a three pointer. What are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, and the Lakers are going to be, the Lakers are going to be bad. Uh, or the Warriors are really good. I do believe the Warriors are really good. Uh, They're my number two. Uh, one twenty three, one oh nine over the Lakers on opening night. Uh, by the way, the uh, and they never really looked threatened. Yeah, up, updated standings. The Jason V C J uh, wins draft that we did yesterday. <laughs> it's one to one. Okay. Too early to predict a winner. Are, are we going to write this down every week? You had the Warriors. I had the Celtics. <laughs> so, so far, it's a draw. <laughs> Look at that. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, the Warriors got their championship rings uh, last night. Did you see the? Have you seen these? They constantly are one-upping themselves in terms of uh, obnoxiousness, and I don't know how far we can go with this. Uh, designed by Jason of Beverly Hills, no relation. Apparently, a Los it's Angeles-based jewelry house. Uh, the uh, the championship rings. Um, I mean, of course, they're all they're all blinged out. But let me find it here. Uh, Warriors assistant general manager Kirk Lakeup. It's got to be the son and the owner, right? Isn't the Lakeup uh, one of the uh, owners there? Uh, says that the uh, the symbolism is very important with the rings. Uh, quote, the journey ma- matters. That is the story you're trying to tell with any ring. The ring itself is cool. It's flashy. But what it really is is a physical manifestation of the journey. It's supposed to remind you of everything you went through, end quote. Uh, so the the rings are 16 carats. 
a nod to the 16 teams, uh, 16 wins the team had to win in the playoffs. There are 0.91 carats of white diamonds on the inner bezel. That's because the team had a 91% home winning percentage. Oh. Is it bezel or bevel? I don't. I got I got bezel here, but I don't okay, I, I don't know about ring things. Uh, let's see here. Seven carats of yellow. Take that, Bumbelina. On the sorry. <laughs> uh, on the face of the ring, there's a carve out of the Bay Bridge that's made up of 43 white diamond baguettes. That's because Steph Curry had 43 points in Game Four of the NBA Finals last year. Uh, each player's jersey number is on top of what they call a secret trap door on the ring. The ring has a secret trap door, CJ. That's where you keep your weed. Blow. Oh, oh that's where you keep a little bump. Uh, when you slide open the secret trap door, it reveals the number of Larry O'Brien trophies each player has won. So if you're one of these Johnny-come-lately uh, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins guys, it just has one. Just one. Yeah, but Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala, it's got still with the team. Got four under there. Yeah, you know what? Yesterday you asked about Iguodala, and I said no. He is still. He, yeah, yeah. He is still there. Is he contributing to this team? More like a not like he used a, to. A but. coach, a player, coach, guy, locker room type person. That seems uh, more more likely to me. Uh, but yeah, the the rings are pretty obnoxious. Are you? Uh, you you just shouted out Bumbelina and her lack of ring. You are engaged, right? Did you have to go through the whole ring buying thing? Man, I had a very worse thing. So I, oh, I, no. I asked permission of uh, my fiance's father. Wow, what and, a respectable um, gentleman of you! I would never. And then uh, her mother walked out, and and she was really excited, and they were happy. And and before we left, uh, I don't know if this was Thanksgiving or Christmas forever ago, uh, probably before that, but. They decided, they're like, well, we have a ring we would really like. And so they open the safe and they show me this giant gaudy ring covered in diamonds. Mm. And it was presented as like a family kind of heirloom. I was like, oh, this is great. And I propose with it. And then a couple days later, um, my fiance's looking at it because we have to get it resized and all this. And uh, um, my fiance's like, wait a minute. And she's like, I've never seen this. And, and then in the midst of this, Fiance realizes this is a cruise ring. This is cruise ship jewelry. This isn't a family heirloom. <laughs> Basically, my in-laws pawned off a gaudy diamond gold ring they bought on a cruise ship uh-huh. because her mother likes to buy go on cruises and yeah. buy art and this jewelry. It's a duty-free ring. They Yes. So <laughs> I look like the cheap piece of crap, so then my fiance... Well, on, it was her family, right, who did this and pulled the scheme on you? Yes. I don't, so I mean that kind of so one. Were they I pranking you? What's I didn't have to buy a ring, which was nice. Uh, but then it turns out I just gave a duty-free cruise ship ring that is not a family heirloom mm. uh, to my fiance, and then we went together and purchased a mm. ring together. Okay, um, that's good. If yeah. you look, if you're in the ring business. I think that may she's got to wear it all the time. Let her have some input on what which ring it's going to be, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and she doesn't wear it all the time mm. or at all. Mm. So there's that. Okay, did you do that whole two month salary thing? Uh, that's no, supposed to be? no, I no, don't, no. I don't even no. remember. Oh, okay, let's just say the ring. Once I put it on, uh, went from a duty free ring to a booty free ring. Oh. Because Relationships, they're hard. I understand. Yeah. That's that, that is a tough uh, one. 
Opposite of hard. Yeah. That's, that's... Uh, I, you know, I was married once, uh, CJ. Uh, engaged once. But I've proposed marriage three times. Really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I proposed. It's the same girl. So you, you're... Yeah, oh, okay. But it took so it wasn't until, two. It wasn't until the third one that she actually went for it. Uh, but yeah, once upon a time. See, this is why young Jason Dick. I tried to. I, I mean, I'll be. I'll. I'll admit it was a hail mary, get out of jail free, or at great expense to myself uh, attempt. Because yeah, we were in a big fight, and I was like, this is. Now I hear forty-year-old Jason hears this, and you know I'm like, oh, what a stupid dumb dumb face you are. But I was twenty-four years old, and I was like, hey, we're in a huge fight. You know what? We'll fix this. Let's get married. Yeah. And I went to the store and the ball and picked out a ring and bought it and took it. And I tell you what, she me I mean, just immediately said no, which was the right decision. That woman made a lot of bad decisions, but that one was the right decision. Was Good to job. tell me no. Uh, but it was the, the sad situation was never sadder than the moment. When I had to take the ring back to the store because I just have to see the salesperson's face and just they'd be like, oh, know that you got rejected. She said no. And yeah, I think she was that like I saw her heartbreak and I could pretend that it was because I was my proposal was rejected. But she just knows that that 5% or whatever commission she made on that ring oh, is also that's, gone. That's coming out of her check. That's not, that's not going to stick there. So I was going to say, this is your chance to wine and dine the salesperson mm-hmm. to make up for that 5% mm-hmm. commission loss. No, no, I was still, well, I didn't, we didn't, we didn't get married. It did get me somehow another shot. Eventually we did get married and divorced and then divorced as you do, you know, <laughs> I, I forget that you're married sometimes. Yeah, it was a different. I, you probably do too. It's a different but, me. Yeah. <laughs> a different version of me. Uh, which version of me will be back for the uh, final segment that will include CJ's top 10 list? It's Almost Sports. Jason and CJ back on the other side of this break. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Final segment before the bullpen. Patrick and Brandon be in here in just a moment. I'm sure they will have legitimate baseball talk for you coming up in just a moment. Not to illegitim- illegitimize whatever it is we're about to do or have done. This is legitimate because I didn't write it. Oh, good. Uh, We do a new one every day. It's uh, C.J. Morgan's top 10 list. The top 10 what? NBA players of all time. Yesterday kicked off the NBA season. Uh, Both of us basketball enthusiasts. Both have uh, uh, teams we root for. Your San Antonio Spurs where you're a season ticket holder. My Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Uh, A lot to be excited about this season. You uh, know your team has to tank just right enough. (laughs) <laughs> to land uh, what is... Victor... Wang Bang Yanga. I would have got it until we, now we try to do and it. And then Scoop Henderson, Scooty. Point being, there are two massive draft picks yeah. uh, on They're the line this year. The, this guy, the, the, the French kid, uh, the biggest NBA prospect since LeBron. I mean, maybe bigger than LeBron. Yeah, keep doing it because that right. just sets up more chance for failure. Gimme, gimme, uh, CJ. I ba- when I was a youth, basketball was my favorite game, and I, I fancied myself somewhat of a historian as well. So I love the all-time top List. ten yeah. NBA players, uh, and I have written down ten names, and I will accept no other answers. If these ten names, uh, no aren't other on answer it. than these well, ten. Quick question: I, I have a thing when it comes to these lists, and. I don't believe you can add a player until they're retired. That's kind of my philosophy is once the player's retired, then 
we start lauding them. But so many of these lists, like statistics are different, like record, you know, going for the most points, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But when it comes to just enshrining um, someone on a Mount Rushmore, I don't think you can put a player that's still active until it's done. Have, and then you look at the scope of their career. Um, I have only one player. And who, we can probably guess who that is. It's Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Duh. But uh, I have one player who's active on here. But I do, when, when when you do this list, sometimes you have to qualify how old guy, old guy are we counting? Because I'll do a spoiler alert. Bill Russell, if you want to make me do my list, is the number three basketball best basketball player of all time. But I never saw Bill Russell play basketball. I don't sure. know anything about that. Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in a game March 2nd, 1962. I never see him play basketball. I don't know anything about him. So I always get a little weird, including those guys. You can do it with or without those guys. But I've already, I've already talked too much. I give me we, your, uh, give me your top ten. Let's see, number ten, your guy Tim Duncan. Number uh, ten. How dare you? I did. Tim, how dare you? Tim Duncan should hundred percent be on this list. Uh, and knock on wood, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, maybe this is the year where Luca gets hurt for an entire year, and then the oh. Mavs end up. Falling and so losing, gonna... and then they they pull what the Spurs did uh, when the Admiral went down. Spurs tanked to get Tim Duncan. It's they, totally true. They tanked to get Tim Duncan, and then they come back, and you have uh, Robinson and Duncan together. Just dumb. Right. Not fair. Right. Uh, anyhow, Tim Duncan, number 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine, Bill Russell. Okay. One of the greatest, obviously, okay. of all time. Five-time MVP. Okay. Uh, number eight, Wilt Chamberlain. Okay. Uh, also famous for a lot more Let's things see. other than being on the court. Number seven. You know, a lot of sex, guys. A lot of sex. Uh, number seven, my guy, Larry Bird. Three NBA championships, uh, two finals MVPs. Uh, giving all of us ugly, goofy, white guys uh, <laughs> something to hope for when mm-hmm. it comes to basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, Shaq, one of the best NBA really? players of all time, making it all the way up to six. Really? Yeah. What What I would also like to do, a, a quick little side note, when it comes to martial arts, especially like jujitsu, your belt and your ranking doesn't just include how good you actually are, but what you've done for the sport, uh, charity-wise, oh. promotion-wise, that sort of, And I feel like Shaq is one of those guys that has done so much on the court, but also right. off the court. Yeah, with Shaq Fu, the video game. Yeah, uh, Kazam. His, what his, up? His movies to to where he blue chips. He gets on the top ten. Uh, actually, being a sheriff, he gets on the top ten just because of how much he's done off the court to uh, promote the sport in a positive ish light. Shaq is an interesting one. That is one you have said a name that is not in my top ten, CJ. Uh, even though Shaq. You could definitely argue most dominant player of all time. Those early 2000s Lakers teams. Like, there was one finals he averaged 38 and 20. Uh, is nuts. Uh, if if my dude would have tried a little harder, he could have been the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. Okay? Just show up out of shape some... all the time. Learn to shoot a free throw. Learn to shoot. Okay? It's not that hard. Apply yourself, Shaq. Apply yourself, and you'd make my top ten. Not in my top ten. Uh, number five. Surprising to me this is only at five. I hated this dude. I love this dude. But he was uh, he was the best on the court for a long time. Kobe Bryant. Oh my God! You have Kobe Bryant five and Tim Duncan ten. What are you doing? Oh my God, CJ. 
Does teamwork mean nothing to you? All right. I think you take Tim Duncan out of the Spurs lineup occasionally, which uh, hop happened often at the end of the season with Pop, uh, and and the Spurs will be fine. I think you take Kobe Bryant out of the Lakers lineups in the, in his prime and their prime. I don't know. Uh, number four, the legend. Uh, Magic Johnson. Okay. Uh, of course, famously, uh, you know, a lot of moves were made to make sure that he ended up at the Lakers, and you don't want him. Whole story about that. Uh, one of my favorite players of all time, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, also martial artist, great actor. Okay. Uh, su- <laughs> surprising, right here, number two, Michael Jordan. Oh my God. I'm just kidding, LeBron James. Okay. I'm not going to leave you hanging like that. Uh, LeBron and then... No, number one. John Stockton. Number number one, actually a big surprise, and we'll tell you about it tomorrow on um, (laughs) Michael Jordan, of course. Uh, Uh, Most points per game, most finals MVPs. I mean, imagine if he didn't retire for two years. See, that's what happens, Jason. If you get too good at pickleball, you're going to take time off. Mm. You're like, I don't care. Mm. I'm dominating. Right, but but then the fire, and then he gets will, bored. But then the fire comes. I'll have back. to come back and do it. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jordan was very, very good, and obviously, I think that uh, the people who wanted to make the argument, I'm like, did you watch basketball back then? Did you see? But look, to be fair, like I, I didn't see Bill Russell, Mo Chamberlain, and those guys. Uh, but no, Michael Jordan is much better basketball than than LeBron James was. Um, but I do think that is the correct top two. Good job. Tim Duncan, number 10. Dirk Nowitzki, not even on the list. Dirk, He's top 20, though. Yeah, he would Steve be Nash, soon, top soon 20. after that. Steve Nash is not top 20. Get out of here. John Stockton. Are we only ranking the white players now? What is, kind of, what no. is happening here? Oh, yeah, I did kind of do that. I didn't mean that. Yeah. But, um, Steve Nash is a top 20 white guy basketball player. Charles for, Barkley, for sure. top 20. Barkley's probably up there. 25. And then you guys start talking about Carl Malone. Carl oh, Malone's top 20. Uh, I know you want him to be retired. Kevin Durant. I'd put him in that 25. Dirk, Dirk range. Yeah. Really? Top as low as twenty five. I've put him top, top twenty. Top twenty five. I'm just saying that's the, hmm. the that's the range. Okay. All right. Jakob Pertl. He's the best spur this year. Can we get Jakob Pertl? He's again. A, we have to wait. He's and probably see in the, the top scope. top seventeen hundred players of uh, all time. Pejas Stojakovic. Man, I have no idea if that's even true. Is Jakob Pertl top seventeen hundred player of all? Time? We'll we'll make the full list. A hundred the top hundred thousand NBA players of all time. I like basketball. I like basketball and the NBA season. I don't like watching basketball games. That's the only problem. I, I love watching <laughs> basketball games. But like when talking it's, and arguing about basketball. When it's your team, it's so stressful because it goes back and forth. Watching and, basketball games. And the last five minutes of any game takes forever. I might even, I'm, well, see that, I might watch that part, but it's just like I turn it on and it's the second quarter of Celtics 76ers in October. And I'm like, ugh. Yeah, so you you can put it on in the background. I got three Rick and Mortys I haven't watched yet. Let me go watch that. Catch right? up on that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, another fun one. Uh, CJ, let's talk tomorrow. Don't lose that arm. I won't. And then. Uh, big guest coming in Friday, by the Ooh. way. Ooh, do you want to tell the people or Sh- tease them? We or te- <laughs> we'll tell you tomorrow. Boom, that was I a mean, tease. a huge guest. Big uh, no guest joke. Friday. The bullpen, Patrick and Brandon coming in next. Hold on. Just two normal guys hanging out, having fun. Right, guy number two? Yeah, guy number one. To the S, to the P, to the N Is all I watch cause I'm the man If my team loses I'll be mean all night If you tell me to relax we'll get in a fight I like my friend, he's a real guy's guy He's not a loud mouth like that old Steve